It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coming to you live from the Black Goat 39 Studios. This is the Guru Talking Sports Podcast, episode 113. Now, here's your host, the Guru of Sports. Hello, sports fans, and welcome. Welcome to episode 113 of the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the Guru of Sports. Um, today, there will be no music. Today, there will be uh, just commentary. I'm joined by uh, Kaden Guru and Dante Guru. We're here, and um, we're very, very saddened to say that we uh, found out the news about uh, Cousin Aaron. Cousin Aaron passed away yesterday uh, up in West Haven, Connecticut. And um, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, I'm holding up as pretty good as I can. I um want you guys to know that um we really miss cousin Aaron and we will uh just give ourselves a moment of silence before we leave out of here and um I just want you guys to know that um cousin Aaron meant a lot to us. He was a uh dedicated, very dedicated uh, podcast listener podcast you know he worked on this podcast with me and we we had planned on being uh doing stuff in the fall for the football season new football season he was looking very very much looking forward to it but um we lost him yesterday and um i want to introduce uh Kaden guru and dante guru hi guys how you guys doing Pretty good, Guru. Thanks for having me on. I'm good as well. Um, it when I passed the word on to you guys, um, I was uh, I was in the middle of work, and uh, I wanted you guys to know that um, you know we lost a member of our family. Um, my thoughts, and I want to give get your you guys thoughts on cousin Aaron. How do you guys, you know, remember Cousin Aaron? Katie, go ahead. Um, it goes beyond the podcast. It's he's family to us. Family is his family. Uh, just sad to see see an individual like him leave this earth. Uh, he's with God right now, and God bless him, and God bless his family. And it was an honor to work with him. And he is very passionate about his sports, very passionate about this podcast. And it's just sad to see him go. All right. Dante, your thoughts? Uh, same same as Caden. Very sad to have him gone. Uh, definitely enjoyed my time working with him on the podcast. We, look, we were looking forward to working with him again um, for some more NFL stuff. But uh, we definitely appreciate what he's done for uh, the podcast. 
Uh, we appreciate his time with us and uh, definitely condolences to his uh, close to close immediate, immediate family. Um, but he's also family to us, so we are definitely uh, definitely mourning his loss. But uh, like I said, the show has to go on. We'll keep him in our hearts and our minds, and we'll definitely just keep doing this show uh, with him always in uh, definitely in our in our thoughts. Definitely, I um I wanted to let you guys know that um when I found out the news, I had spoken to uh his uh his girlfriend Miss Ann, and um. You know, I was just devastated. The only thing I could do was just reach out to her and give her my support and make sure that, you know, you know, it's 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 about their family. And, you know, my condolences, our, our condolences deeply go out to their family and uh, the Ferreira family, the Briscoe family. And um, we just really, uh, it's really something that, you know, we thought that, you know, we would be here for, you know, for a while. Matter of fact, I um I got a message from uh something I wrote up on Facebook and everyone talking about how, you know, he was and you know what he meant and you know, I spoken to Ann and said he said also that he was dedicated to this podcast and he was dedicated for just, you know, listening. And, you know, he supported me back when I had the, the crazy YouTube show. Um, uh, he, he always supported it. He always thought that it was the funniest thing. He loved Goaty and he loved, you know, everybody here. And we're definitely going to miss him. What I'm going to do is probably, uh, you know, since this is like a, a shock and, you know, like I said, I, I didn't really have time to uh, prepare a lot of stuff. But what I'm going to be doing is uh, playing some of his his clips of, you know, our conversations here. Um, I want you guys to know that, um, you know, we we at Black Goat Entertainment and everything, we uh, we really appreciate um cousin Aaron and his family and our condolences, our deep condolences goes out to them. Okay. I'm going to go on and I'm going to try to uh, get, you know, back in the rhythm of doing the podcast. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that, you know, what's coming up on the podcast this week is basically we're going to talk a little bit at NHL playoffs we're going to talk about the NFL schedule um I had something I I wanted to talk about fan behavior and we're going to talk some NBA in the second half and we're going to you know talk a little bit more about Cousin Aaron and we also got to talk about Bob Lanier and um Fred Ward they uh they also had passed away and I wanted to start off by saying that um, this is episode 113 and um, we we definitely uh, got to get back into uh, our sports as much as, as, as best as we can. The NHL playoffs are going on right now and um, the Kings are down one to nothing in the third period. I'm really worried because I've already seen uh, my other team, Toronto, 
Maple Leafs, they got eliminated tonight. And um, the uh, Boston Bruins got eliminated. Uh, Tampa Bay is just a force. I can't understand how they win or what they do, but they, you know, these guys are something else. Tampa Bay Lightning are are two-time, you know, back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, and they rallied to beat uh, Toronto. And Toronto now has lost. They haven't won a playoff series since 2004. So this is it's getting really, really bad in Toronto. Um, okay, what I wanted to do was uh, mention the NHL playoffs because, you know, what I'm going to do is uh, kind of speed things up a little bit. Um, now, the NFL schedule came out this week. And um, now we have, we're representing actually three uh, franchises here. We have an Eagle fan, which we know that they're going to end up winning the Super Bowl like they usually do every single year. We got a Raider fan in here, and I'm also a Raider fan, but I'm going to be talking about the Jaguars, which I don't expect anything to change with them. Believe me, I don't think that they're going to win I think they're going to basically win like maybe two games. If they win over two, then that'll be fine. That's a plus. But, um, okay, Dante Guru, the Raiders, how do you look at their schedule and what do you think of their schedule right off? So the schedule is for most fans. It's just, you know, it's an afterthought. You know, it's like, okay, they played them. You know, you, you knew who you were playing. You just get the dates of when they're playing. Exactly. There's something very important that happened with the Raiders that I think is going to be very vital. Is that they will not be going to Kansas City in November or December. They are not going to Kansas City in November or December. Now, why is that important? Because that's usually when the Raiders start sliding. That's usually when what happens. They go to Kansas City, and then maybe they have a loss or two, and they go into Kansas City, and Derek Carr cannot play in Kansas City in, cold, in the cold weather in, like, November, December. So with the Raiders not going there, the Raiders do have a, uh, a December game in the cold, which is going to be in Pittsburgh. That's a winnable game. It's a good, good defense, but bad bad quarterback play. on the, uh, uh, It's going to be bad quarterback play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to be bad all year, bad quarterback. Yeah. So it's really good for the Raiders. Uh, this is a team that a lot of people are picking to finish third or fourth in the division, and they have the best receiver in the division. They have the best slot receiver probably in football, and they have a top three tight end. And people are picking them to finish third or fourth. It's, it's very insane to me. Uh, I think the schedule is fine. I think it's nothing too crazy as far as travel goes. I think we have a couple of back-to-back games on the East Coast, which is fantastic, meaning that they don't have to travel back and forth from Vegas to – uh, three different, uh, two different time zones or whatever. But I'm telling you, not playing Kansas City is a home run. Late in the season is a home run. Not playing them in Kansas City. Yeah. Home run, I think the Raiders are going to be very, very fortunate about that. And it definitely, this is a playoff team. And that's going to definitely help them getting into the playoffs and then playing well into the playoffs. All right. Now, my question is this. That, okay, that's kind of good, but what happens if it comes down to Kansas City and the Raiders for the division, and neither one of them will play each other at the end, right? No, the Raiders play the Chiefs 
at the end of the season. The last game is the Chiefs, but it's January okay. 8th in Vegas. Okay. Very- oh, yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. So I'm, I'm 100% positive. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, because I believe we start, we, we play the Chiefs on the October 10th. So it's going to be nice and warm. It won't be cold. It won't be freezing. So Derek Carr has no excuses to go out there and lay an egg in, uh, in Kansas City. January is going to be in Vegas in a nice dome. It's going to be fine. So I'm very excited about the season. This is a tough division, probably the toughest division in football. But if that means if you win it or you make the playoffs out of this division, you are a Super Bowl contender. That's where I think the Raiders are. And the schedule is perfect for them because there will not be a late season collapse after Kansas City. I'm excited. All right. All right. Uh, let's hear from the Philadelphia Eagle fan. We know that you, you guys you guys got an easy schedule, right? Is that we got, it? We got a we got a amazing schedule. Oh yeah. We versed we versed uh three of the, the top five bottom five teams in the league. And honestly, I feel like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say we're gonna go seventeen zero because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a realistic fan. <laughs> you bet not. I, I say we can at least win 10, 11 games with the schedule. I mean, we versed we versed the Giants twice, and then like the Commanders. And then the only problems with our schedule, I'll say, is uh, we versus Indianapolis, Tennessee, and Green Bay. That's the only like teams that we that we face that can be actual problems for us. We ver- we got a lot of prime time games, and I'm I'm just thinking we can we can actually be better than last year. We can actually win the division with the schedule. Now I got a question for you. Now they they do have a very good favorable schedule, and they actually uh, Vegas has actually picked them to win. Uh, uh, I think their over under is nine and a or uh, nine or ten, nine and a half or ten somewhere around in there. I, I don't I don't think that they they should have a problem. I, you know, Dallas is still Dallas. We don't know what they're going to do. I think that they can probably win 10 games this year. I'm not going to say they're, they're not going to go undefeated, which, uh, you know, we know that they're not going to go undefeated because they got Green Bay on the schedule. They got Indianapolis and they got Tennessee. Those are going to be three big tests. The Jaguars. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like the Eagles can win their first five games. I mean, we versus Detroit week one and then – Minnesota, and then Washington and Jacksonville. Those are four easy winnable games that we can that we can win. We have a we have a top five offensive line. Our defensive line is very good. We restructured around them in the draft. We got we hit on our we hit on uh, Nicobe Dean, the linebacker. Our defense is our defense is not the problem. It's just our offense and how uh, how Jalen Hurts can work. With his weapons, you know. I I caught you. You get ready to say Carson Wentz, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. All right, all right. So we hear it from the Philadelphia Eagle fan, and you know they're gonna win the Super Bowl again. All right, now I'm looking at Jacksonville. I, you know, and one thing I don't do, one thing I hate to do, is go down the list and say this is a win, this is a loss, this is a win. You know, you got you you got like radio stations and places all over the country that do that. 
I'm not, you know what, hey, look, I look at it this way. I'm going to be realistic. If this team can win three games, I'll be happy, you know. I'm not even going to go into their schedule because I don't really care about their schedule because I know what they're going to do. They're not going to do anything. Well, I look at it this way. They got, who they got? They got Washington. They got Los Angeles Chargers. They got Philadelphia. The Giants, they can beat them. That's probably one win. They got to play Denver. They got to play Vegas. They got to play Kansas City. They got to play Baltimore, Dallas, you know, and the Jets. The Jets might even be better than them, you know. So I'm looking at it this way. If they win three games, I'm happy. They're not going to, they're not going to win. They're not going to, they're not going to go over five wins, you know, and I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys, Hey, the Jaguars are going to be better. No, they're not. They're not going to be better. <laughs> Look at this schedule. I mean, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and say, all right, well, this, you know, I'm not going to pick wins and losses, but I'm looking at the schedule and saying, hey, look, you know what? If they can win three games, I'll be all right. I mean, if they, they'll probably end up being picking first again, but hey, I, that's fine with me. So you guys like your, you guys like your, your team schedules. Yeah, the Eagles got a Mickey Mouse schedule. Mickey Mouse schedule, exactly for a Mickey Mouse organization, right? <laughs> uh, we're not a Mickey Mouse organization. We just got a we just got a dirty easy schedule. Yeah, well, you know, I look at it this way: uh, AFC West is going to be the toughest division. You know, the uh, NFC East is going to be okay. You know, you might see. Uh, Washington, Dallas, and Philadelphia battle it out. The Giants ain't going to do anything. Um, I'm looking at the Central or the, uh, what is it called, the North now or the Central? The North, right? NFC, yeah, NFC North. NFC North, you still got Green Bay there. Minnesota might be a little bit better. You know, Dem- Dallas, I mean, uh, Detroit might be a little bit better. You know, in the, in the West, you still got the Rams. You know, it depends on what Debo Samuel does. You still got San Francisco, you got Arizona, and you got Seattle. And my, you know, you never know with Seattle. You know, you never know with Seattle. In the AFC, Buffalo is a Super Bowl favorite. Miami's improved. New England's going to be okay. The Jets might be so-so. In the North, Baltimore's going to be there. Cleveland's going to be there. Cincinnati's going to be there. Pittsburgh might be the bottom feeder, um, you know, and the, uh, you know, and like I said, the West is going to be the best, the best division in football. What do you think, Dante? You think I'm right on this? AFC West is the best division. AFC West definitely is going to be the best division in football. We also play the NFC West next year. I'm telling you right now, whoever wins that division, I'm going to just say, I don't care that they, it's 10-7. Whoever wins that division is going is is literally a Super Bowl favorite to me. Yeah. I don't care who's doing what where. If the Eagles are fifteen and, and, and two or whatever you, it doesn't matter. That division is going to be absolutely rough. <laughs> and to put four games, you know, we're not playing we're not playing against cupcakes. Yeah. You know? We're playing against the Super Bowl champions, the Rams. We're playing against the Cardinals. Playing we're playing against the 49ers. You know, these teams are good football teams. Yeah. You know, so yeah. again, that's why I said the AFC West is the best division of football. 
Whoever wins that division is a clear front runner to win the Super Bowl. And if the Raiders make the if the Raiders if the Raiders make the playoffs, man, I'm telling you, it's Super Bowl, it's it's Super Bowl propaganda time for Dante Guru. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> it is it's time. I'm going to be shouting it up and down. It, it's Super Bowl time. I will have all the jerseys. I will be ready. Every single every single out of this, it's Raider propaganda. We're winning the Super Bowl. If we can get to the playoffs with this this schedule and that division. Okay. Can I ask you this? Now, if they they look good and they they win the division, are you going to come back with the name Raider Dante? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, you know, I like Dante. But, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see. You know, I like Dante. You know, I love my Raiders, man. You know, uh, if we if we win the Super Bowl, there's gonna be a lot of crazy things. You know, I'm, I'm definitely there's a Raider tattoo in the future. There's, there's a lot of, <laughs> we have a lot of crazy crazy things if the Raiders win the Super Bowl. If they win the division, I, I'll probably just buy another jersey or two. I got a Max Crosby on the way, so we'll probably get you know another couple. I might even buy a Derek Carr. Oh, I got don't, a car. I got a don't, car. Don't quote me. Don't quote me on that. I got a car. Derek Carr. If he wins this division, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, you know, I got Raiders, a car. Raiders haven't been good since Rich Gannon. Like, come on. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't talk, don't start this now. Don't start this now. You know that you, your Eagles only lucked up because Brady wasn't Brady that day. You know, y'all was still because oh, yeah, Malcolm Butler got benched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's, why, that's why we won. Hey, it's, hard, oh. it's, hard, it's hard to argue with the man. The man's got a Super Bowl ring. I don't, I don't know what a Super yeah, Bowl ring is. Jeez. All right. Um, okay. So, like I said, I you know, I, I got to I, I gotta, I gotta go over. Next, I think next week I'm going to try to go over to uh, uh, Cowtown and get my, um, my um, Adams jersey. I, I, I was going to go over there today, but I didn't get a chance to. It was raining over here. And, you know, it's been really raining and muggy and just miserable. I'd be glad when it just warms the hell up, you know? Um, you know, and, and that's the thing. I'm trying to get Caden Guru down here so we can go over and, uh, you know, go over to uh, Cowtown and get some stuff. Um, okay, but what I'm saying is this. The Raiders' schedule is a very, very tough schedule. They got a lot of – lot of – teams on there. I mean, they got New England, they got the, you know, the Rams, they got Seattle, they got Denver, they got, you know, it's it's going to be very, very tough. But I think that they can pull it out. And like I said, the best wide receiver, the best uh, tight end, and, you know, they got help at the running back position because 
You know, they didn't pick up the option on Josh Jacobs, did they, Dante? No, they didn't, but they, they added a lot of guys, and it's going to be a good competition, so the best man is going to win it. Yeah, so, you know, I I don't have a problem with uh, the Raiders doing what the Raiders are going to do, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, their season. Okay, now, I wanted to make sure that I asked you guys this. Now, if the Raiders win the Super Bowl, Caden, will you get a Raiders tattoo? Me? Yeah. Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) Will you get a Raiders tattoo? The Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. I don't, I don't even like think about like getting an eagle <laughs> okay okay i'm just te- i'm just teasing i know you know i i forgot i forgot i was going to call you by your new nickname kaden sauce sauce uh kaden guru so yeah <laughs> i know it, it's just you know it's funny oh yeah i meant to tell you guys on the podcast you listen to episode uh 113 of the guru talking sports podcast also I, I didn't want to do bad joke of the week because of, uh, you know, Cousin Aaron and everything and talking, you know, keeping it serious. But um, bad joke of the week will be back next week. I don't know why, but uh, have you guys heard some of the bad jokes that was on here? Be honest. Definitely try to stay. We definitely try to stay away from the bad jokes of the week segment. I know, I know, but I like doing them. And you know, I did. I I got some comments in here about the bad jokes, and I, you know, um, it's crazy. Okay, I tell you what, we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break right here, and then we're gonna go into the second half. And we got a very very deep conversation about fan behavior, the best franchise in NBA and we're going to also talk about the NBA MVP which the guru told you he knew was going to win but I do have some we are definitely going to talk some NBA because I want to talk about how bad James Harden is and how Brooklyn got over anyway you're talk <laughs> you're listening to episode 113 of the guru talking sports podcast We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Guru Talking Sports Podcast, episode 113. Um, I'm here, uh, Guru, here with uh, Caden Guru and Dante Guru. Um, We're talking uh, everything sports-wise, and we also want to acknowledge that we are, you know, still very, very touched by the... uh, the passing of our cousin Aaron, our uh, colleague, and um, I want you guys to know that, um, like I said, we we'll have a moment of silence for him a little bit later. Um, one topic I did want to touch on was uh, fan behavior. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of spiel on this, and I'm not going to, you know, one thing I want to tell you guys is that I've been to ball games with both you guys. And you guys know, we pay a ticket, doesn't give us the right to act a damn fool, you know, because, you know, you pay your ticket doesn't, you don't have the right to act like a damn fool. You know, it's like, you you know, you can boo, 
You can do all, you know, do all this stuff. You can boo. You can say, hey, you know what? You know, give your opinion. Say, hey, you know what? This guy stinks or whatever. But you know what? When you go there, you got to be respectful. There might be kids in the uh, sitting down in the audience. You know, they don't want to hear your foul mouth or, you know, throwing things at players and everything. You know, there's a couple incidents where I've seen where the fans are just outrageous, you know, outrageous, you know, situations. I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention any situations, but I'm just saying, you know what, you pay a ticket doesn't give you the right to be, uh, you know, belligerent or ignorant or being a damn fool or being, excuse the expression, being an asshole about yourself, you know, be respectful. Come on, pay your ticket, boo, cheer, do whatever you want to do, and, you know, hey, that's it. You guys got any thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, this, it's it's like, you know, you have to tell uh, grown adults and you know, sometimes, old, you know, younger adults, it's just a game. Don't take it that serious. It's, you know, you got life goes on. You know, we love sports. Sports is really big with us, but life goes on. You know, I understand emotions are the best of you, but come on, it's just a game. Relax, calm down. It's not as serious as you're going to take it. And then, you know, wherever you're going to take it, you're not going to like where it ends. So again, just relax, enjoy the game. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I, I understand it, but again, just enjoy the game and relax. It's never that serious to take it so overboard. Exactly, Katie. You got any thoughts on? Uh, just what Dante said, just like enjoy the game, enjoy the uh, fan experience, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing professional athletes play, you're seeing them play at the highest level possible, just enjoy, just enjoy what you're seeing and enjoy what you're paying your money on. Yeah, but you know, my thing is this, you know, you're paying customer, but that doesn't give you the right to be an asshole, excuse the expression, or be a jerk, or be a dumb, dumbass. You know, and another thing, too, is that you go to a sporting event, you're not, I mean, like Dante said, you, it's, it's, it's not your reality. You're not getting paid for it. So why are you getting upset? Just go there and enjoy the game. You know what? If I go there, if I go to a game, I'll spend, uh, you know, two or $300 for a ticket or whatever, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to have, you know, have some food. I don't drink a beer. Because I'm driving most of the time. So, you know, it's like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to watch some sports, you know, get to go out, you know, you know, pre, you know, post pandemic thing and, you know, trying to, you know, just enjoy yourself. It's not that freaking serious. And, you know, it just pisses me off when you have to watch some of these dumb dummies on the TV. These dinglings are just going around. And acting like a damn fool, you know? All right, I'm done with that. Okay, now let's talk some NBA. Because the guru is always right. Now, I was right about Philadelphia. I was right about James Harden. I was right about the process. I was right about the MVP. Am I right, Caden? 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Am I right, Katie Guru? Um, yeah, you were right in some extent, but... Thank you. Thank it doesn't matter. Like, Thank you. James Harden is... I'd rather have a player playing in the playoffs and, and dropping 30 points than having a player give up on his team and and w- while his team is in a three hole three and zero uh deficit like i'd rather have a player actually play in the playoffs you know what i'm saying like that i traded for okay okay uh did he <laughs> go ahead Dante. uh when do, we, when, when do you want to start google um, <laughs> where i, I mean Oh, all right, let's, all right, I'll tell you what. We'll start We'll start about, okay, since we started with uh, James Harden and the trade, I guess, let's start with the trade. Who won that well, trade? The Nets won the trade. How, though? So, let's, I'm, I'm, and, and I know, okay, this is going to be very hard for you <laughs> to understand because there's a lot of emotion there with the, the 70s. They won the trade because they got younger. They ended up in a situation where they're going to end up paying less. And they ended up getting, for right now, more on the dollar than the 76ers got. What James Harden did in the playoffs is, was it the James Harden we, we are used to? And it wasn't MVP Harden. This looked like the Harden that was just trying to figure out how to play basketball <laughs> when he got to go the team. I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, I know there's some officiating issues, and they changed how things were called this year. I don't know what's going on, Harden. But the reason why I say the next one is because, yeah, Ben Simmons didn't play, but the, he wasn't a part. He wasn't the only person a part of that trade. The 76ers could have absolutely used Seth Curry. They could have absolutely used uh, Andre Drummond, and they're not there. They gave up all of that for Harden. And what did Harden do when the season's on the line? You said that Ben Simmons didn't play when his team was down 0-3. What did – okay, 0-3 is a fun number. Uh, James Harden was 0-2 in the second half of the of an elimination game. He did not take a shot in the fourth quarter. So, again, you know, this, this guy is not going to get paid $10 next year. He's going to get paid $40, $50 million. They're talking about he might get an extension, a supermax, where he gets paid at the end of the contract. It's going to be like $61 million. I don't know how you consider it a win when you have a guy that's not, who's a superstar who doesn't even shoot. Now, you can say Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Ben Simmons ain't never shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he won't shoot. 
But he's going to do what he's assigned to do. He's a good defender. He's a great playmaker. So the reason why I say they, 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 they won the trade is because, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, they got swept by a very good Boston team that's in the game seven uh, against the world champions. But it ain't looking good for the 76ers because they're going to have to pay James Harden. And he does, he, James Harden's not going to wake up tomorrow at 26. James Harden is old, man. He's going to be 33 this year. And if they give him a Supermax, he's going to be playing until he's 37, 38. Now, I don't know if we want to give a guy who at 32 is barely looking good $50, $60 million at 37, 38. Mm. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. But we made this trade to win the our title our our focus this year was to win the Larry O'Brien. And that was that was that was what we did and we went all in in it. We can restructure uh some contracts and get young get our bench right, get pick up another center. And yeah, we I I originally thought Andre Drummond we should have never traded for Andre Drummond because we don't have a we don't have a our our center position is not depth enough, you know, like and then Seth Curry, we let him go. Seth Curry was a great was a great role player for us. I don't know. We were, our our trade that trade was just based on this year and how far we can go in the playoffs this year. And Harden did not shoot well, he did not play well. And but he was he was a great playmaker, great contributor, but mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you need you need to shoot some shots in the in the biggest moment. You know? Well, I want to I want to jump in for a second. Two shots in the in in the second half of an elimination game is not acceptable at all. I I I I just I you know and the thing about it is that I I just I don't know I I can't I can't justify you know I like the Nets I like the Nets only because. You know, um, I've I've always liked the Nets because I like Daryl Dawkins and I like Dr. J and everything. But you know, I look at it this way: getting swept is not a bad thing. You know, it happens to the best of us. Never happened to the Lakers, but you know, I I mean, you know. But the thing about it is that I just look at it this way: the process. I, I just I can't understand the process was supposed. You guys took ten years, ten years to build this thing, and it's going nowhere. It's going it's going backwards. It's going backwards. You guys are brain. I, I, I ain't gonna say that, but you guys think that it's this is the right thing. Harden is not the right answer. And and you know what I was saying to myself, when they get rid of Harden, the Nets get rid of Harden, they might be better off. And I think they are. I I just I hate to say it, but yeah, the the, the Nets. I, tell you the truth, I think nobody really won this because you got a guy that didn't play, and then you got a guy that's like trying to figure out how to play. So I mean, I don't know, but we did win in a way because Steph Curry and Drummond are there. And they have something to build on the future. And I, and I know, and I, like I said, I think we underestimate how valuable Seth Curry is. Obviously, the Nets didn't, you know, they didn't have everyone. Uh, ben Chen didn't play. We, we understand. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you have to look at what you gave up and what's considerable 
to the value of it. Is is was Harden worth it? Probably if he was the MVP Harden, but he wasn't. And can he be MVP Harden next year? That's a good question because last year he was injured and he didn't he didn't play too well. This year he says he's injured, he doesn't play too well, and he's not. And then he's going to wake up this year at thirty three, and it's like, is he just going to wake up and be healthy? That's a possibility, you know. Uh, Chris Paul, you know, he he's still playing well at, a, at an older age, but Ben Simmons, like you can talk all you want, Ben Simmons is at the it is in the prime of his career, and. You know, yes, he didn't play this year. He said he had back issues. He had back surgery. But he's still going to be able to play at a high level coming back from this because he has a lot of time to rest up and get ready. Seth Curry is going to be a fantastic shooter. Andre Drummond is going to be a fantastic off-the-bench guy, energy guy. I've always liked him. I always thought that his game was more so uh, more of a second unit. than You can't really build around what he does because he doesn't score. He doesn't shoot the ball well. Doesn't have any real moves, but he's a fantastic defender and rebounder. That's what. But the seventy six is all they have is James Harden, you know. And then you know you got Tyrese Maxey. You can't have Tyrese Maxey being the guy, can he be? You know, I mean, well, he has potential. He has potential. potential to be the guy. You know, but you know, I just want, I just want to say that uh, the Lakers have gotten swept before nineteen eighty nine NBA Finals. All right, yeah, yeah, I know. I was just making. Exaggerating. I, was, I know I, you. I, I know you kidding. looked that up. I know you looked that up, and you know, hey, it, you know, but it, it, the seventy six Celtics year, they 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 play. They won a uh, they won a series. They're a good basketball team. They're gonna have to figure it out because at the end of the day, they don't have the best basketball player in the world. They don't. B was runner up the MVP. He's a fantastic basketball player. He's not the best basketball player in the NBA. They're going to have to figure out how to beat, you know, Giannis. And then if Giannis loses this year, how are they going to beat Boston? Mm-hmm. How are they going to beat Miami moving forward? Mm-hmm. We're going to ask these questions. And if you say, well, we're going to give James Harden $200 million, is he going to play like this? Because if he does, you have no chance. You yeah. have no chance of beating Miami. You have no chance of beating Boston. You have no chance of beating Milwaukee. And that's where the East is. So, I'm very concerned about what's the plan moving forward. And that's just in the East. Now, yeah, you got to look at – yeah. Now, okay, let's say, like, if they do get out of the East, I don't think they can beat Phoenix. I don't think they can beat Golden State. And, you know, Memphis is on the rise. And Dallas is still playing. So, you know, I mean, there there's a lot of teams right now. You know, and you never know. The Lakers might come back, and uh, which I don't know. I'm – I'm still in a question mark with the Lakers, but you know, it's just, you know, I, I, I love the Lakers. I got faith in them, but I just don't know. Um, you know, it's, it's hard now. And, and, you know, I look at it this way, whoever wins this championship. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Earn this. They earned it because it is tough. It is tough to come through. And like I said, you know, 
It was a week where we thought Boston might be the best team in the NBA. There was a week where we thought Golden State might be the best. There was a week that we thought Memphis was the best. There was a week we thought Milwaukee, you know, all these teams were the best. And it's hard. It's hard to get through, you know. So, all right, we're going we're gonna to end that one. But I wanted to say we do have to talk about the MVP race. Now, I did say that Jokic did make a historic run with his numbers and everything. But what, I mean, I understand that Embiid got hurt, but you can't, I don't think the NBA writers or whatever that chooses the MVP are going to give an MVP award to a person that campaigns for it. Because believe me, Embiid campaigned a lot. I mean, he's, He's good. I got, I, you know, I I take nothing away from Embiid. I give him a lot of credit, but he's not the best player in basketball. And another thing too, Dante mentioned this a couple weeks ago. The best player on the best team didn't even get into the top voting for MVP, and that's Devin Booker. There's Devin Booker. There's Giannis. There's Joker. There's MB. There's four different situations, and we got they got to figure out what is the MVP. You know, like I said, MB is a great player. Take nothing away from him. You know, and that's a regular season award. You know, they picked this award before the playoffs. You know, so I don't know. I I just I look at it this way. Yeah. You could have gave it to, uh, you know, Devin Booker. You could have gave it to Giannis because he's the best player in the league. And B, you know, like I said, he's great. He's great. I got to give it to him, B. He's great. Not not better than Giannis. It's not better than uh, the best player on the best team. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? I mean, the context of the MVP is not even we, – we don't even know what it is. It, is it the best player on the best team, the greatest player in the world, the the guy who scores all the points? Like, we don't know that right now. Because if it's, if, it's if it's the best player in the NBA, then it's Giannis. Like, Giannis is the best player in the NBA. If it's – if it's the best player on the best team, that is Devin Booker. Like we don't we don't know that, but Nikola Jokic's season was amazing. He did carry that Nuggets team, but it's the same it's the same thing with Joel Embiid. Like Joel Embiid had a great season. He 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 carried his team. Like we we just don't know the context for the MVP. It's been like sixty years, and we we still don't know like. We still don't know what what the context of the MVP is. It's just just it's, it's insane. Like yeah, it is because like I told you before, when Russell Westbrook won the MVP, he did something that only one other player did. He had a historical year. This year, Djokovic did a had a historical year. Yeah, we can go back to Steve Nash because he's not better than Kobe. He's not better than uh, Shaq. You know, he must have did something historical. So, I, you know, I look at it this way. The MVP race is, is the weirdest thing. I don't, we don't know the criteria of what it, MVP is now. So, 
You know, that's why they're giving it to Jokovic. And you got to give it to Jokovic. He won his second MVP. You know, so uh, the Kings just lost. So I don't have no hockey players or hockey teams left. So anyway, I, I'm going to that. What do you think, Dante? Do you think that it should be going to the best player? The best? I mean, because, yeah, Michael Jordan should have won it every single year. LeBron could win it every single year. But, he, you know, LeBron's not better. Do you think LeBron's better than Giannis right now? Do you guys think that? Or do you think I'm, like, you know, just making this up? Or uh, I, I think, I think uh, LeBron is a top five, but I don't think he's – I think he's not the best player in the NBA anymore. I do think that every year he can be the best player in the NBA, but I don't think that this year he is. I do think, like, you know, guys like Jokic and um, uh, Embiid are very good, and I think that they they earn the right to say that they're in the top considerations. But, like, when you look at Giannis, man, like, Giannis can win the MVP every year for the rest of his life. Yep, yep. And, you like, know, that's, no, no, go ahead. And I'm just saying, like, I understand Kata's point of it should have been a lot. It should have been, you know, more transparent. And I really wish we would get more of a, a idea of why people vote for these guys. Because I, I, I just sent you guys this, and I want to post this, and I want to, I want to talk about the MVP vote. So you know, the three, the three people that got first place votes, it was Giannis. Um, Jokic and me. Those are only three people that got uh, a first place vote. Basically, they mean that they were the number one guy that won the MVP. But five people got second place votes. Uh, Devin Booker and Luca got second place votes. Uh, that's you know again the best player on the best team in basketball. Um, uh, Devin Booker got one vote to be second place. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, like I said, and, I, and, I, and, I, and then we have like fifth place votes. I don't understand why there's a fifth place vote. Don't know why they're wasting their time. But uh, a fifth Chris place Paul, vote? Are you yes. serious? Yes, Chris Paul. Oh my god! Uh, l- l- listen to this. The, the guys that just got—they they didn't get anything but fifth place votes. They on the ballot because they got a fifth place vote. Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Demar Derozan, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant. All those guys got fifth place votes and ended up being on the MVP voting ballot, even though there was no way in hell LeBron was going to win MVP this year. But his name shows up on the ballot because for some odd reason, the NBA has a fifth place vote. So again, I think that the most important thing is they need to figure out a better structure to the MVP voting. Now to get off that soapbox, let's just be real. Jokic had a crazy season. Uh, first play in NBA history to do what he did. Yep. It was a to me. I would have. I'm gonna be honest. I do agree with Caden. It could have been a coin toss. You could have given it Embiid, and I, I wouldn't have been upset if Embiid had won. It wouldn't have been. I, I, I would. I think Devin Booker has a a, a a case of I'm the best player on the best team. What do I have to do? Or is it this? My team is better than everybody. Yeah. It's like well, it's just me and Chris Paul. It's not me and James Harden. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not me and James Harden. So, you know, again, like, I, I don't really understand the whole thought process that goes into with the voting, but I do think that they got it right. I do think it was, if you gave it to the best player in the NBA, it would have been Jokic or Embiid 
it would have been a coin toss. I would have preferred that it went to Jokic, but um, I wouldn't have been upset it went to me. So I, I understand being a Philly fan, it feels like you get another slap in the face. Seems like they're always doing wrong. <laughs> um, but again, I do think that they hope they, they fix the voting process because, again, I never want to see somebody get a fifth place vote again for the rest of my life. Yeah, I know. That don't make no damn sense at all. Um, yeah, but, you know, like you said, Giannis, Giannis is the best player in the league. So, you know, he should be voted MVP. But, you know, like I said, yeah, LeBron wasn't going to win it because, yeah, he was the best team on a bad team. Yeah, you know, I mean, best player on a bad team doesn't mean that you, you know, should be winning MVP. But, you know, you know they, gave, they gave it to Westbrook that year when he was the eight seed. Yeah, that's second. true. Yeah. Triple-double. But see, that's the thing. That was a historic event. That was a historic well, event. Yes, it was the, the it was the beginning of the end of for triple doubles actually mattering in basketball. Yeah, yeah. But if they gave it, to, if they gave it to like the best player of like on the best team, like the best player in the league, then they would get voter fatigue from it. Like if Michael Jordan won it every every season in the nineties, then it'd be voter fatigue. That's why they. That's why they chose Carl uh, Malone for 1997. That's why they chose Charles Barkley for, like, 1993. I feel like it has some sense of voter fatigue that they don't want, oh, this guy just winning it every single year. For That's why, like, if that's why Giannis probably won't win it, like, again, if, if, he, if he doesn't have this historical season because of that voter fatigue, uh, Hello? Does that make it? Does that make it right though? And I and I understand your point is voter fatigue, but when we look back in the history books, we're not going to read the word voter fatigue. We're going to read Jokic MVP, Giannis MVP, Westbrook MVP, Harden MVP. We don't know what went into why they're MVP. We just know that they were MVP. Yep. Nash. That's the basketball's going to have to figure out. It's the same with baseball. We're going to go and look at the Hall of Fame. We're going to be like. Well, how come this guy had the most home runs and he's not in the Hall of Fame? It's because they just didn't want to vote those guys in, even though, again, I've said it on this platform before, let them do steroids. I want a guy whose head is as big as a watermelon <laughs> to hit the ball 700 feet every time. I don't want to go to the baseball game oh my God. a perfect game. I don't care about a perfect game at all. It's boring. I want to see them, the score be 21 to 18. I want them to jack the ball out the park. Okay? All right. All right. Well, that's a new can of work. Oh, gosh. You're going to hit the Camden Yards window. You're going to see a baseball fly out. I want somebody to hit the ball to Ricertown. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? I, I don't even want to open up that can of worms because, believe me, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I got some of my thoughts on baseball. Apologies, Guru. I just, I just want to. Nah, make nah. But you know, I, I, I do gotta say, your Yankees are playing good. Your Yankees are playing really good. They look really good. But you know, my Dodgers they lost again last night to the sorry Phillies. But uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, Kaden. I'm sorry. Um. But uh, I mean, I, my first my first team is the Orioles. I I always root for the Orioles. Yeah, I know. Me too. We you know we're in the same boat. We, you yeah. know, I I'm a Blue Jay fan too. So you know. Yeah, and I, and I lived in Atlanta, and I've been I've literally I met the uh, 
I bet the, the G, the, what was it? Was it the team president and the GM that got banned from baseball? Copy? Oh, yeah. You did. Yeah, I, yeah, I met Copy. We, uh, they had an ass copy where we came in and we talked and they had a young black pitcher on the team. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And I remember asking him, what's the plan? What's the plan for him? Because I was really excited. They ended up bringing him up or later that year. He was a relief pitcher. But, uh, yeah, Copy got banned, man, and he can't come back, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, a friend of mine used to play for uh, the Braves, um, uh, Brian Jordan. Remember him? Mm. Yeah, Brian Jordan. And then um, another one was Dwayne Henry. He played for uh, the Braves. He played for the Rangers. He's from Delaware. He's from uh, Middletown. He played. I played against him in high school football. Um, I wanted. To, I wanted to say also that um, you know we we talked about the MVP and everything, but. Um, I like I said I, I I wanted to wrap that up and say that it's no you know we don't know we don't know what the hell is gonna do you know what there's no there's no rhyme or reason I, I I this is the first time I'm hearing about a fifth place vote you know what the what the hell do you need a fifth place vote for it's supposed to be one two or three right. But what what the fuck? I think it might have something with like contracts or something. I don't know. I, I don't have a clue. I don't. I don't. I don't ever want to be like. Well, you were the fifth best person. Ah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it could be. It could be off of like contract based yeah. incentives because the reporters are the ones that are like responsible for like this player to get this contract and stuff. They're they're reporting like that's that's their job to report. Uh, like, which players they think are, like, going to get this contract and stuff. And that's the, that's a big part of it. And that's why that's why they're choosing the MVP every year. And, they, and that's their perspective on how they see the MVP. But I thought it was the, the reason be, you made the big contract was because of your status with the uh, all-pro team or all-NBA team. Because, like, if you're first-team NBA – you 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 supposed to be getting that max contract, right? I thought that was that was the reason, not because a voter says he likes this guy and that that doesn't sound. I, I don't know. That might be right. I I don't know. I've never heard that. I thought it was because if you're on the first team All NBA, you get you you'll be able to get that max contract. I thought that was the reason. All right. Incentives incentives go like based on like. Encore performance and uh, all NBA teams and like all star teams and like it goes on it goes on like uh, milestones in the season. Yeah, well, you know, I I thought you know Harden would get an incentive for dribbling around the basket and stuff like that for you know if he can dribble out whatever. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just so his incentive was a long summer vacation. Yeah, his incentive is to cut that beard and act like a ball player. Um, all right, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm just so disgusted with James Harden. I, I just, it's just ridiculous, you know. And it just makes me sick because, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, we got the Nets got swept out, but you know, it's like the guy didn't even, he didn't even play, he didn't even participate. I mean, it's like he didn't know that there was a game going on, right? I mean, you know, and, and you know, I understand. And B was hurt. He was hurt, I think, in two ways. 
he was hurt because of his broken finger and his face, you know, and then I think he was hurt because he lost the MVP. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to jump on Philadelphia, but the thing about with Philadelphia is that, you know, you guys wasted all that time. What? It's almost 10 years now that you guys went through the process and yet and still you ain't got nothing to show for it. Hey, at least the Lakers won. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But at least the Lakers you're piling, won. You're piling, you're piling on to the the, the Phillies and the Eagles. Yeah, I, I know Philadelphia. Okay, okay. On. Sorry, Philadelphia. You guys, I know y'all gonna come come at me. But all right, I, I want to say I gotta say is that the Lakers did win one, and uh, you know the uh, Dodgers did win one. So. You know, I'm I'm okay. All right. Mickey Mouse ring. Mickey Mouse bubble ring. That ain't no bubble ring. Right, bubble right, ring. Hey, hey, you know what? They got a ring. They got a ring. All right, let's, let's no, get Y'all going on. Crowd, no travel, NBA finals. Like, come on. Let's get into it. Okay, but I want to say one thing. I end this. I'm going I'm to end this part. Next year, 23. Y'all coming up on 40 years now without a championship. Sixes. I mean, we faced, we faced, the last time we were in the finals, we faced a top five team all time, so. Who was that? And the 2001 Lakers. Uh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, they're, they're, they're a top five team all time, and we, we only had one, we had one, uh, one all-star, I'm pretty sure, Allen Iverson, he's a. <laughs> no, Eric Snow. Eric Snow, yeah, he was, he was a great player, but come on, it's it's Eric Snow and Tyrone Hill. Shaq and Kobe, like. you, you got it. Tyrone Hill. You the had Kimbe, Tyrone Hill. The Kimbe Mutombo. He was past his prime. He was past his prime. <laughs> God, he was Mutombo. The defensive player of the year was past his prime. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Was, was, was the Kimbe the defensive player of the year that year? I think he was. I think he was. No, 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 no. His prime, his prime was with the uh, Nuggets. Oh my god! Yeah, I. You know what, guys? I, I this is a this has been a great episode. This has been a great episode. Um, anything you guys want to finish up on? I mean, we're we're just this has been a great episode. We can sit up here and we can talk about this all night. You know, I know that you got you guys got to go to sleep or whatever, but um. So I know we moved this episode been long, but uh, there was something that Kate and Grover brought up today, and I know we want to we want to talk about it. We're, we're still talking about basketball, um, and maybe Grover, you might want to preface this. Uh, the thing he was saying, there was a team, there was an NBA team that was a better franchise than the Lakers. You want to preface this, Grover? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, what? Who is the better NBA franchise? Is it the Los Angeles Lakers or is it the Boston Celtics? I still say it's the Lakers because uh, if you're watching Showtime or uh, watching that HBO, <laughs> HBO you're watching a, a series at a uh, about the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't think they made one about Boston, have they? No. I, okay. Anyway, Kaden Guru, you said that Boston is a better franchise than the Lakers. 
I want you to explain this. I said, I said, if Boston wins the finals this year, they'll be they'll be a better franchise than the Lakers right now. They'll only have one ring more than the Lakers. I know. I said. I said. I also said this. I said the Lakers all time have better players, but the Celtics have a better franchise. All time. That's what you're saying. Like, yeah, all time. Okay. I I don't yeah. know. Okay, so I mean, it's a it's a toss up, but it's not a toss up. Nope. It, it, it's not a toss up. <clears throat> okay. Let, let, let me let me let me set the record. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dante. I'll I'll, I'll sit out on this one. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit older. Um, I'll be 33 this year. So um, I wasn't old enough to see Magic Johnson's uh, Lakers win an NBA championship. Uh, I was born in Long Beach, California uh, to uh, the guru himself. You know? Thank you. So I've been, I've, been a, I've been a lifelong Laker fan, lifelong yeah. Laker fan. I watched the Lakers win not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six NBA championships in my life. Six. Now, Katie Guru, you're a little bit younger than me. There's, there's no, there's, there's nothing, no issues with that. You, you, you've been, you, you've been alive for one Celtics NBA championship. And if they win this year, you will be a bit alive for two Celtics NBA championships. Now, let's 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 call a spade a spade. The Celtics have seventeen championships. The Lakers have seventeen championships. That's that's amazing, right? But the Celtics, since nineteen eighty, have only won four NBA championships. Now, I say 1980 because it's very easy to get caught up in the, the Celtics propaganda when they were winning in the 50s and 60s when no one could compete with them. The Lakers had Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. Jerry West is the logo. Will Chamberlain is one of the greatest NBA players ever. Uh, and they couldn't beat him. Elgin Bale. And the Celtics team, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say that they weren't a good team and they don't deserve their praise or anything like that. But it was a different era. I look at the 80 because that's the 1980s when Bird and Magic came. That was, I think, the modernization of basketball was the 19, that 1980. And the winning time, uh, the Showtime, the show about the Lakers uh, is highlighting that era of, of, you know, basketball becoming, its like I said, modernized. Mm -hmm. So you think about that. They've had all these years and they've only won four since 1980. like, I don't even, like, I have to count it up. The Lakers won in 80, 82, 85, 87, 88, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2009, 2010, 2020. They've won in every decade. And you're telling me that a team that won in the 50s is a better organization than a team that has won in <laughs> NBA championships every decade for the last four decades? Oh, well, no, no, no. So 80, 90s, 2000s. 2010s, 2020. That's five decades. I'm sorry. Five decades of winning an NBA championship. And you said Mickey Mouse ring. You mean when everyone in the NBA had to do the exact same thing? And if somehow the Lakers were the only one to figure out how to win a championship? Uh -huh. I'm asking questions that I'm trying to find the answers. 
Because if you say that the Celtics, a team that is one when there was the there wasn't there was like eight teams, there was five teams in the Celtics the, the conference when they were winning championships. You telling me that's a bad organization? I'm just hey, you let me know. The last I five mean, decades, I can, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm just saying my opinion. No. And I feel I feel like if they I feel like if they win this year, I mean they'll have they'll have more rings than the than Lakers, but I, this is what I said. I said the better rosters, they have better rosters, right? When? I'm ta- I'm saying all time, like the all time Lakers roster is beating the all time Celtics roster. But like I'm sa- like front office, like it's it's just I I gotta I gotta take the Celtics. But what has the Celtics? So I think so. What has the Celtics done front office wise that would? That would that would convince you, because again, they don't have the track record of winning a championship. If, like they won in two thousand eight, and then they won in the eighties. You 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 barely remember two thousand eight. You barely remember Paul Pierce. <laughs> I, I will say, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Drew, but no, I was sorry, I think that the Celtics team this year, because again, tomorrow's Game Seven. We have two incredible Game Sevens tomorrow. Milwaukee versus uh, Boston, and we got the Suns versus Dallas. Two great games. And I do think that if the Celtics win this year, that's a fantastic roster that they've built. That's a fantastic coaching job that's going on up there. You know, they had they had the, basically the exact same team, and they changed coaches. And you know, they're about they could possibly beat the world champs. So I'm, I'm not I'm gonna give them their praise, but you telling me that this is a better organization than the Lakers is crazy because again, what the Lakers do is different. The Lakers go for home runs. While teams are getting hitting doubles and singles, the Lakers are those juiced up watermelon head dudes that are hitting seven foot seven foot home runs. Because again, they understand that it's all about winning championships. We're, they're not on the carousel to just play a regular season and then do whatever. They're they're going to win championships. That was the Westbrook decision. They thought it was going to win. It backfired. We move on. Yeah. It is part of that's the part of the Lakers culture. We go for the home run hit. And that doesn't mean a team that's won four times in 50 years is better than us. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at it this way, too. They said, I think they they said a couple years ago that if you looked at the uh, history of the NBA, well, it started from 1947. This is the 75th year right now. They say that if you look at it, if you told it up, the Lakers have been in the championship or in the in the finals the, yeah, half the, the time. The Celtics and Lakers make up fifty percent of the of the NBA champions championships. Yeah, we do because I mean, you look at it, yeah, one we both got that's thirty four championships between the that's more than any, any team that you know any team. If you look at the two, if you took the Lakers and the Celtics out of the NBA, who's the next best team? The Warriors? The Bulls? The, the Bulls only got six. Uh, San Antonio's got five. The Warriors, I think, has at least seven. Six or seven. Because they, they beat my Washington Bullets years ago. And, Baltimore, you know, they beat them. You know, it, you know, it's just that you got to look at it this way. The Lakers is probably the better organization only because, like I said, half the time 
the Lakers are already, are in the championship half the time. So, you know, we, we look at sports in, you know, a light of trying to, you know, trying to make it, you know, fun and everything. But, you know, these arguments that we have are, you know, are in fun. And people, I want you to know that we're not, you know, jumping on Caden Guru because his Philadelphia 76ers only won three championships, right? Is that right? Yep. And they only have they haven't won it once since uh, in forty years. But anyway, you know. Well, it, it, well Guru, I was going to say maybe maybe he'll get a chance to see seventy uh, sixes title when uh, we get to season four of uh, the waiting time. That's when the, <laughs> the, the nineteen eighty three seventy six was born. Yeah. Maybe when we get to season four. Yeah. We'll, we'll see that. We'll see that seventy six well, championship. Did you did you watch the last episode? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was a great episode. Magic Johnson right. playing the center, and that was you know that was so good. The acting in that was really good. I really thought that that was one of the best you know basketball docu- you know depictions I ever seen. I you know and you know I watch a lot of stuff. As a matter of fact, I was watching this movie a baseball movie this, today called The Natural. I know you guys probably ne- heard of it or seen it. But um, my favorite uh, documentary baseball uh, movie of all time is either The Babe or Ty Cobb. I like Ty Cobb. All right, so do um, you guys want to wrap this? You guys got anything else you want to add on to it? Kaden, you know, I love you, man, but... You know, sometimes I just say, oh, geez, here he comes with this. <laughs> here he comes. Here he comes. I mean, here we go. Cel- I mean, we versus Celtics, the Sixers, and it's it's just been pure dominance. I mean, it, it's, maybe it just be me, but the Celtics, like, Celtics are a real deal, man. <laughs> I know. If they have a chance to win it this year, especially if they can be honest. I think Giannis is the biggest threat to win the championship this year. If the Celtics can win tomorrow, I think they have a legitimate chance. That Miami team is looking really strong. Jimmy Butler has got a real chip on his shoulder. He's playing really well. I I literally thought that they weren't going to be this far, and they have. They shut me up, so I'm not going to bet against them. But like I said, uh, the Celtics have a really good team, and uh, they've drafted very well, and they've gotten they, they got it right with the head coach as well too. So. Uh, like I said, good basketball for wrestling from here on out. Yeah, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a really, really good uh, end of the season when they, you know, play, you know. It's it's going to be really good, though, I think. I just, did you hear that? Nah, it was it got Jimmy Butler saying Tobias Harris over me. Um that was that was kind of funny. I thought it was. Um it, it's gonna be a really good end of the season because you know you're gonna have you know you're gonna have Golden State, Phoenix, you're gonna have uh you know, or Dallas, you're gonna have Boston or you're gonna have Milwaukee and Miami. There's going to be some very good matchups, and you know, coming down to the end of it, it's gonna, this going to be a really, really good 75th anniversary champion. You know, I I think it's going to be a really good uh, end of the season. Um, 
I, you know, like I said, Philadelphia's got one good thing. They got the Knicks in their division, and they don't have to worry about, you know, you know, they're better than the Knicks, believe me. They're not better than my Nets, but they're better than the Knicks. So, anyway, I, I love you guys, and I want to tell you that um, I really, really enjoy, uh, you know, this conversation that we had, even at the time that we're, we're doing this is because of, uh, you know, the loss of our, uh, our colleague. We want to make sure that we, uh, you know, pay tribute to our colleague. Um, I did want to mention that, uh, there were two other notable, uh, passings that I, I did want to mention. And I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably, you know, I'm going to talk about them next week. Uh, Bob Lanier, uh, Fred Ward, and I think we, uh, I've seen something about Gino Capaletti. If you guys don't remember who Gino Capaletti is, I'll, I'll tell you, he was a player that played for the New England Patriots, one of the, one of the greatest uh, AFL players of all time. And actually, when I was growing up, he actually uh, had a uh, restaurant in Baltimore called Geno's. And Geno's was uh, a great, you know, it was like hamburgers and uh, chicken and everything. I remember that when I was growing up. And um, they had this hamburger called Geno the Giant. And it was a, it was like a McDonald's uh, Big Mac. So, I, you know, I definitely want to talk about, uh, I'll research that and I'll find that information for you next week um Katie guru do you have anything you want to uh any parting words or anything no uh go sixers and go eagles next season all right you still you're not rooting for phillies oh yeah go phillies too <laughs> yeah i forgot about them. I had to remind you didn't i what are you what are you doing over there listen to rihanna or something <laughs> <laughs> i mean the phillies are forgettable yeah, they are. They they beat the Dodgers tonight. I can't believe that though. I, I can't. It's baseball. You can you can, you can, you can Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, we can lose seven. Exactly, we can lose seven games in a row and still win win the division. We're you know, uh, you know. I I do want to give credit to the Mets though. The Mets are something else. I have I I listen to a lot of uh, New York radio when I'm driving up in that Boston area and everything past New York and Boston. They are really good. I, I I I can't I can't understand how they are, but they're really good. Um, you hear that dinging? That that means that my uh, battery on my computer is running a little low. I gotta plug that thing up. But anyway, um, you got anything else you want to add, Dante? Uh, well, no. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, uh definitely uh, good. Good conversations. Um, we'll definitely be looking forward to uh, more time on the on the podcast moving forward. I know um, we lost a good co-host, and uh, hopefully, like I said, I'll, I'll try to do my part and step in and, and give you that support, and we'll hopefully have uh, more memorable times, and we'll definitely do it in his name. Uh, rest in peace, Cousin Aaron. I, re- I really appreciate that. Caden, um, we'll probably – probably have both of you guys um i'll probably have both of you guys slide into the chair um uh, 
the co-host to uh, co-guide, you know, guide this thing on. And um, I want you guys to know that, um, you know, I really appreciate, you know, talking to you guys yesterday um, after I found out the news. And um, I really, really appreciate, you know, your support for me. And um, like I said, you know, you give me your support and I'm going to support their family, make sure that uh, they know that I am, I'm there for them. And um, like I said, I'm going a, I'm to a touch base with uh, Miss Ann again before the end of the weekend. So, uh, you know, to find out more about what, uh, what plans they have. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that next week I have a, uh, I'm going to do a, a little bit of a cut called, uh, Cousin Aaron's Corner, and I'm going to make sure that I reach out to uh, everybody that he shouted out. I'm going to have to go back and listen and uh, listen to a couple more episodes and uh, find out everybody that he shouted out. And I know that he uh, uh, talked about uh, uh, Mr. Gerard Pinkney, and I'm going to try to get in touch with him and, um, you know, support everybody that he, he supported. So, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm not really going to do the particulars, but I'm just got to say that I really appreciate uh, you guys listening to episode 113 of the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. I just want to say that um, the crew is Katie Guru, uh, executive producer and board op. Um, you know where to find me. I really appreciate. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to shout out uh, everybody, but I want you guys to know that I will be uh, will return to like a normal thing next week after we uh, get all the particulars done. And uh, like I said, I'm gonna try to work on something to make sure I squeeze in and make sure that I have uh, cousin Aaron's. Uh, you know, make sure I, you know, represent his, his, his memory from now on. So, uh, you know, Kaden Guru, uh, board op, executive producer, Ray Guru is our musical uh, technician and uh, uh, music engineer. Dante Guru is, is going to be my uh, backup co-host. Kaden Guru is also going to be my backup co-host when I have him on. And Cousin Aaron is always going to be a part of uh, our family, the Guru Black, Guru Pot, Talking Sports Podcast, and the Black Goat Entertainment family. We're going to always do something for him. Um, that's all I got. And like I said, we're going to, we're going to end this podcast with uh, a moment of silence and, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, cousin Aaron, we, we love you. We appreciate you and we're going to miss you and, uh, rest in peace. This is the guru talking sports podcast, and we're going to have a moment of silence.